So it's taken me some time to sort of process this, the death of Nipsey Hussle, kind of reflect, also to kind of view the impact that he had on a large cross-section of American society and global society. And you know, I'm going to approach this from a different angle. His funeral was broadcasted. And while I do want to watch it, for right now, I think there's something to be said for those who, because there's plenty of those who have decided that, you know what, ain't going to watch it for, for one reason is that while we should honor those who represented the culture, while we should, even if we ain't there, say goodbye to someone who, through their music and through their act, act, act um, actions, their business moves, their vision. impacted many people there's 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 that whole element of seeing black men lose their lives and the effect that has in an era where people are constantly bombarded with that kind of imagery constantly seeing this we're constantly seeing figures who are community oriented be taken down be shot down go out in a violent fashion or even of natural causes when that there's an abundance of that we say to ourselves what does this do for the psyche now what it does for the psyche of the family and those that knew him is, is infinitely more grave infinitely more harmful but I think one thing that should be noted for everybody black men or women or people of color in general is that we see and are bombarded with so many images negative images whether it's negative stereotypes or death this shit starts to you start to internalize it and it starts to have an effect oh if I do A, B, C through Z to try and put myself in a certain position there's a strong likelihood that I'll be taken away then there's the even stronger realization that it can't all be in vain one must be able to process these images and then continue on doing whether it's fight the good fight or whether it's self-development or self-improvement because that's what Nip was representing for generation and it's important to keep going it's important to keep 
pushing forward. It's important to keep finding ways to better your community, finding ways to be involved, finding ways to participate, rather than just sort of roll over when a figure dies. So, that's if that sounded odd there, a little break, but if that sounded odd, I was falling asleep, or I was I was ready for bed. But now that I'm up and I've been thinking about the same topic, this whole death with Nip is this could be the fuel for the fire of a lot of a newer crop of of young black men attempting to do something successful, doing something successful, doing something left of just straight up music and or in the very least rap and even if it's within rap using it as a vehicle towards something bigger I think that's what I see when I see sort of the the, the comings up of Nip is like the music is a vehicle for something bigger do we have a, a hobby do we have a craft can that be used as a vehicle for something bigger? I was more than content with the rant cast being just me ranting. <laughs> it was like a therapy thing. Um, and now I'm thinking we all have the, the, the power to do more. Was there a possibility to do more with this? There were times where things were lined up. <laughs> To do more of this and I just kind of archive them because I'm like eh, this isn't really appropriate for this platform but as we can see everything you do should be a vehicle for something else so R.I.P. Nim I mean it's got me thinking so many different things so many different approaches so many things that can be done Amber he said he was talking about going to Eritrea. And I can only imagine how that played out further. Like, let's say five, ten years. Where that would have gone. What kind of projects would have been implemented there. Maybe almost similar in like an econ kind of a way. <sighs> Maybe it inspires the, the various people in the hip-hop industry will have lineage i'm not talking about ancestry.com lineage but like their parents are from cape verde or their parents are from liberia to go and do something there now y'all may have thoughts about that we should keep our money where we're at but talking about big vision shit not just small time small thinking like quasi you know patriotic shit they show that so many things can be done with yes he's yes he's wealthy but so many things can be done with the resources that we have the more with less or with the more with what's available you know in light of the little bullshit, the admin bullshit that I was talking about earlier, or in the other rant, 
kind of like it's interesting how the thinking goes now this could just be an overall maturity this could be sobriety this could be whatever this could be because there's a goal i already have i think that's the thing too once you have a, a goal and a vision the minor setbacks while they're annoying and while they're worth venting to get off your chest you gotta think to yourself all right so there's like i'm looking at the whiteboard there's multiple there's a list of things that i can do to get past this and still accomplish it so i think i see that nip as well and i see that um there's no excuses for a lot of what we think are excuses the things we think are excuses for not doing x they ain't real excuse they ain't real reasons they're excuses so they're like how I started this on start started off the sentence. The excuses. Yes, the excuses. Alright. I don't know if this is gonna come out on the Friday, but happy Friday, people. Peace. dig up on every single potential candidate I guess in the end both the NDP and the liberals were targeted but it was when the NDP were really like at the time seeming like they were a force like they could have the possibility to win and then that's when a lot of these I'm not saying this is why the NDP NDP lost that 2015 election if you're an American and you're kind of like even remotely interested in Canadian politics, go Google what happened in 2015 and try and find different sources other than Wikipedia. Anyway, well, actually, Wikipedia has some good sources, but the point is a lot of young people, like young candidates, were getting um, dirt dug up. And the reverse was true, too. The conservatives had a lot of a dirt dug up on them too so shit like i don't know anything that was anything that you would perceive as being non 
part ministerial. That was dug up and used as a reason. Oh, do you really want this person to be fucking um, running the country? When in reality, it's it's, uh, it's we're all humans, right? We all have one or more things that have been done that we're kind of like embarrassed about or maybe we don't want out there, right? So that was kind of the back and forth war. It wasn't as overt, at least... The intentions weren't as overtly stated, but I was watching it. And I know a lot of the reaction from people, especially people my age range, was like, why the fuck would we get even get involved in politics if this is what's going to happen? My name is going to be dragged through the mud. There's going to be spotlight of two weeks to a month. You know, I lose. The goal was to get a certain distance. I'm not going to get that far. And then it was all for quote unquote not. But I I argue something else, and I'm really, I'm gonna go back to nip with this and argue something else. Like and this is negative, but likely you weren't gonna you weren't gonna win anyway, right? You weren't gonna become the MP. You weren't gonna become the prime minister. You weren't gonna. I mean, you weren't the party front runner, but. You weren't good. There was only so far you were ever going to go anyway. A. B. This isn't. This is part of the generational war thing. You are entering an arena that's conventionally dominated by Gen X and baby boomers. So you can expect that there will be. Them and their minions will eventually push back against you for a variety of reasons. I won't get into here. This this ain't lost generation, so they cover that better than me. But you know, wait five years, wait ten years, we the ones that's gonna be in power. So you know, you're trying to enter that arena. 2015 was we're approaching, you know, well, for it's really three and a half years ago. It's almost four. But you're you're entering an arena that you don't control. And then wondering why they 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 implement they employ people to bring you down. So now that, that 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 won't be the well it'll, it will be the case 10, 15 years from now, but it'll be on a, on a lesser scale of importance because we are more accepting of the fact that people have dirt on them. We are more expect, accepting of the fact that people are humans. They do things. It's kind of like, and this isn't maybe not necessarily the right parallel, but you remember how tattoos have been like, kind of, kind of like, oh my god, this person has tattoos. Oh, this person is employed in this position; they have tattoos. That's, I would almost say, out the window now. Now I'm sure there's certain industry like being a priest, maybe, but even then, there's there's like certain churches that are more like quote unquote forward thinking. So. The point is, we see many people with tattoos in a variety of positions. Even in, in Parliament right now, there's plenty of people sporting sleeves. Um, and so, therefore, times change, the standards change, the rules change. I mean, there was a point in time men only wore suits, you know? Now we don't to that scale. So, the whole idea of people our age range 
millennials. I don't know. I don't know. I think the cutoff is is 1980. It's just strange to me, but 1980 to 1992 or whatever it is, 1995. It's it's getting to where we will be in control. We are more open to a variety of lifestyles. We have we have the internet as it is now. It'll be even more, even with all the regulations that are coming, it's going to be more powerful down the road. And there's no need to hide. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're, we're hiding now. I can understand the why get involved 10 years ago, 50, even then, like 25 years ago, let's say, whatever. 20, 25 years ago. I can understand that. For me to be the Gen X, but now there's no reason to hide. Like we are, we are our own publicists. We have all of these sites where we can say whatever we want for the most part. Again, the regulations are coming, and in fact, our background that we're trying to hide is the very thing that we're going to need to resonate with people. Look at how they're coming at Sing. They're like, you're you're head of a labor party, meanwhile you're a lawyer. A rich lawyer, you know. So, how is this tied to Nip? Look at what he was doing. Look at what he ended up doing towards the end. Look at what he was involved in towards the end. And look at his overall history. Was he hiding? So, I think rap is almost a good overall parallel all these people have some kind of crazy history and look at what they do not all of them do things that are meaningful but look at where they can get to and now it's different now too because it's not all solely about rap nip was an example there's all these various parallels meaning or sorry there's all these lateral industries you can get into once you once you become successful on one platform, one one platform, you can do much more with the rest of them. So there's no need for us to be as quote unquote millennials, Gen Y, Gen Z, and who I, who I want to term as Gen A, but I don't know if that's gonna happen. But Gen A, um, you know. There's so much we can do with so many more tools. There's no need to hide. Someone comes at us with, hey, you did this back in the day. We just shut it down with, yeah, and? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if it's not horribly, horribly, like, you know, some Joe Biden inappropriate touching or anything like that, we're going to bounce back. So, that's my message for, for today. All right, peace. Happy Friday.